0: This is the Calm Living Blueprint Podcast, episode number 23. Hey podcast listener, even if you are feeling alone in your pursuit of calm and confidence know that today right now in your earbuds you are joined by thousands of others all around the globe seeking to do the same thing you are at calm living we believe it's only when we stop struggling against our fearfulness and our anxiety that we begin to find lasting freedom from it to live the lives we want to live that is what this podcast is about. Come join the confidence revolution. Well, hello. Welcome to episode 23 of the Calm Living Blueprint podcast. I'm your host, Candace Esposito, the founder of the Calm Living Blueprint. Thanks for listening in, and thank you to all those that have left a rating or review on iTunes. I really appreciate and enjoy reading your feedback and all of your comments. Now, I told you I'd keep you updated about the podcast awards. The nominations were announced on October 27th, and unfortunately, the Calm Living Blueprint was not chosen. I still really appreciate all those who voted to nominate the show. There are a lot of great podcasts that are nominated, and I encourage you to vote for your favorites at podcastawards.com. I think it's important to support the entire podcasting community as a whole whenever we can. And I was excited that one of my favorite shows... Quirks and Quarks was nominated in the science category. It's all about the latest discoveries in science, technology, medicine, and the environment. So if you're interested in that kind of thing, you may wish to check that one out. So the idea for today's podcast episode came to me as I was reflecting on how to better help people open up and make space for feelings of anxiety rather than continuing to struggle with them. Not something that we talked about in previous episodes. However, it's also one of those things that can be easier said than done. So upon reflecting on my own experience, I realized that the biggest shift for me in regards to being able to make space for anxiety came when I shifted my perspective of anxiety, when I changed how I viewed anxiety. Thinking about it now, it's not really that surprising. I mean, you may be familiar with the quote that's often attributed to Albert Einstein, where he said, You cannot solve a problem from the same consciousness that created it. You must learn to see the world anew. Another way it's sometimes put is we can't solve problems by using the same kind of thinking we used when we created them. So in today's episode, I'd like to share how I shifted my perspective on anxiety, how I shifted my consciousness, and how I came to look at it as a gift. Yes, I said a gift. I know calling it a gift may sound a little shocking or absurd, maybe even offensive to some people, since anxiety can seemingly cause so much pain. Having lived through social anxiety for over 20 years, I know what that pain feels like. I mean no offense and I'm not trying to minimize the effects of anxiety in any way. And this episode is not about trying to grab hold of some silver lining either. I'm coming to this with only the intention that sharing my experience may help you, might make opening up and making space for anxiety a little bit easier for you. All I ask is that you come to this with a sense of openness and feel free to question it and ask yourself if it feels right or not for your own experience. So before I go any further, a quick reminder that the show notes for every episode are available on the Calm Living Blueprint website. The show notes include the MP3 recording, the transcript of the podcast, any resources mentioned as well as the home play. That I recommend in each episode. The show notes for today's episode can be found at calmlivingblueprint.com forward slash 23, and that's the number 23 as in episode number 23. And if you'd like to join the Calm Living Blueprint members program and work with me personally, please visit calmlivingblueprint.com to find out more information about how you can do just that. So, I want to start this episode by bringing up the concept of yin and yang, to kind of preface my changing perspective of anxiety. In Chinese medicine, it's said that all phenomena can be reduced to yin and yang. Yin and yang are opposite sides of the same coin, so to speak. They are opposites, yet they are interdependent upon each other. They can't exist without one another, and one can be transformed into the other, and vice versa. Everything in our world has this dualistic nature. Darkness is yin, light is yang. The moon is yin, the sun is yang. Feminine is yin, masculine is yang. Sadness is yin, while joy is yang, and so on. Picture the yin-yang symbol. It's in the shape of a circle and has two colors, white and black. Black represents yin And white represents Yang. And if you're not familiar with the symbol, I think you can simply Google Yin Yang and it should pop up for you. In the circle, there are two fish-like images. There is a black dot that looks like the eye of the white fish. And there's a white dot that appears to be the eye of the black fish. If you were to walk through the diameter of the circle, you would never experience pure white Or pure black. There is always some black and some white. This means that yin and yang are rooted in one another. It's a representation of life. Life is rarely pure yin or pure yang. There are seeds of sadness in happiness, opportunities in every risk, and there are seeds of calm in anxiety hence the title for this podcast episode. The yin-yang symbol is rounded, which shows the continual movement and interaction between these two dualistic energies. Although opposing, they are complementary and interchangeable. So how does this relate to anxiety? Well, as I said, I strongly believe that the seeds of calm are in anxiety. Just as yin can be transformed into yang, we have the power to transform anxiety into calm. And I want to take this one step further by looking at anxiety as a gift. Because it's when I started to do that, when I transformed my perspective of anxiety, and therefore the energy surrounding it, that things began to really change for me. As Dr. Wayne Dyer says, change the way you look at things And the things you look at change. Change the way you look at things and the things you look at change. Change the way you look at anxiety and the anxiety itself changes. This is extremely powerful and you have the power to do this. If we look at it again from a yin-yang perspective. Most people who suffer from anxiety look at it like a curse the opposite of a gift, right? Curse and gift are opposite sides of the same coin, though. And we can change one into the other by shifting our perspective and our energy surrounding them. I remember when I was 12, I received a very special Christmas gift from my grandmother, a blanket that she had handmade. Now, at the time, I didn't think of it as being special, though. I think I was actually disappointed on some level since I was hoping for money or a CD or a book. You know, something that I could use and have fun with. I almost get upset with myself now when I look back on my reaction. I wished I had reacted differently. I didn't get it though. So I couldn't have reacted any differently at that time. I was on a completely different thought level. And different level of consciousness than I am on now. Now I have that blanket on my bed. It's there each and every day. I cherish that blanket. It's something that I'll always hold on to because my grandmother gave it to me, because she made it with love for me. She put all that hard work into it, this blanket that keeps me warm each night. So, what changed? How I view the blanket changed. Now, I know that those of us who struggle with anxiety feel pain, and that pain can cast a shadow over all other aspects of our lives. And in addition to the emotional pain, we may experience physical pain too. Muscle tension, stomach aches, headaches. This pain takes its toll. We may lose our confidence, our self-esteem takes a beating, we withdraw from others, we feel lonely and hopeless. So it's no wonder that people often view anxiety as a curse, a wound that doesn't heal. Who wouldn't feel that way given what we go through? It's a completely valid and natural view to have. However, and this is what I'm hoping you'll be open to considering, what if this view serves to only perpetuate the anxiety we experience? What if viewing anxiety only as a curse or an unhealed wound sets us up to be dominated by a sense of resentment and fear? When we have this kind of relationship with anxiety, do we not then tend to look at it as an enemy and so we become defensive towards it? And when we become defensive, don't we get even more tense instead of calm like we really want to feel? What if, instead, We chose to shift our perspective and view anxiety as a source of healing, as a gift. What would our relationship with anxiety be like if we made this shift? At first, understandably, this was difficult for me to do. So I tried to explore the ways in which I had benefited from anxiety, and I tried to remember the experiences I was thankful for that were due to my anxiety. I know that the very idea of being thankful for anxiety, as I mentioned earlier, may sound absurd and even offensive, but consider that the frame of mind in which an idea sounds offensive is often the same frame of mind that's dominated by anxious, defensive, and fearful thinking. So I'm not saying that we should consider anxiety a pleasant thing or get any pleasure from anxiety, rather that it's these unpleasant and painful experiences that call our attention to certain habits of thinking and ways of responding in our behavior that are not helpful for us, that limit us, even debilitate us. For me, my social anxiety was paralyzing. It literally stopped me in my tracks. It caused me to stop and pay attention to where and why I was hurting. So I became more connected with myself, who I really am. And I'm grateful to anxiety for that. Anxiety alerted me to what I needed to change in my life, what wasn't working for me. It made me realize that I'm good enough and strong enough for whatever exciting challenge or painful event may come next. Anxiety was the catalyst that led me to figure out what I truly wanted and do something meaningful with my life. If I didn't have this experience of anxiety, I don't think I would have been as sensitive and empathetic towards others who were experiencing emotional pain. And I'm sure I would not have been as good a doctor as I am today, having not lived my personal experience of anxiety. If anxiety is a message born within you, speaking to you, through you, then it's within you to heal. Perhaps anxiety is healing. When I think of anxiety as a gift, I think back to the blanket my grandmother gave me for Christmas when I was 12 years old. I eventually grew to be grateful for that blanket, just as I grew to become grateful for my anxiety. Sure, in the beginning... I felt disappointed and upset. I hadn't asked for the blanket. I didn't want the blanket. When I first received the blanket, I didn't get how anyone could be thankful for that kind of a gift. I couldn't have reacted in any other way because that's how I viewed the blanket at that time in my life. I learned to see the blanket in a new light, though. I began to start thinking differently about the blanket and my relationship to it changed as a result. In the same way, I learned how to view my anxiety in a different light, how, in a sense, it was a gift to me, something that had served me well in ways I hadn't expected, yet eventually came to be something that I valued very much. The phrase paradigm shift gets thrown around a lot nowadays But I do think it fits what we're talking about here. Ultimately, it comes down to a paradigm shift in how you view anxiety. The moment you look at anxiety differently, new possibilities exist for you that didn't exist before. All you've done is think about something from a new perspective and created all these new possibilities for yourself. There's so much power in that. So from a healing intention, I encourage you to join me in observing anxiety differently. What if anxiety is a doorway to healing? What if instead of a curse or unhealed wound, anxiety is a gift? What if the seeds of calm lie within anxiety itself? till next time i'm candace esposito keep calm and carry on